0: Welcome to Life in the Treehouse, where we're serving up health and wellness, seasoned with living abundantly, plus a garnishment of personal growth, all for your listening pleasure. Let's have some fun busting myths, bucking the status quo, and uncovering beliefs that are no longer serving you. Why? So that you may level up and see how remarkable you unequivocally are. Here's your coach and host, Suze Ashley. Hey everyone, how are you? Welcome back to the Treehouse. How has your summer been? It's been a hot minute since we've been together. I'm so glad that we are back and in action. It is a beautiful, cool autumn day here in Virginia. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, I am outside. Fair warning, you may hear the birds dogs. The crickets were really loud earlier today. So how's life? Y'all doing okay? I hope so. A shout out to all of the beer lovers today. It is National Beer Lovers Day. So a big shout out to Alice and Invictus and my mother. My mother loved her beer. It is also Bisexual Awareness Month and we will have more fun of that coming up later this month. It is Self-Improvement Month and World the Alzheimer's month. So there you go. Today we are going to talk a little bit about cholesterol and there are some ratios when it comes to your cholesterol numbers that will actually give you a better understanding of what's going on with your body. We will dive in today's topic and much of this information comes from a book called Eat Rich Live Long by Ivor Cummins and Jeffrey Gerber, MD. Let's start off with a little bit of change. You probably aren't even aware of it. So back in 2015... The Dietary Guidelines for Americans changed, and it was determined that dietary cholesterol, i.e. the cholesterol found in the food you eat, is no longer deemed a nutrient of concern. And yet, these guidelines determine what gets fed at schools, hospitals, things of that nature. And yet I haven't seen a change in these institutions since 2015 when some of these new guidelines came out. And Zoe Harcombe did a paper on evidence from randomized control trials that did not support the introductory of dietary fat guidelines in 1977 and 1983. And what this basically says is the guidelines said that we shouldn't be eating fat and we shouldn't be eating foods with that have dietary cholesterol. And yet the evidence wasn't there. And yet they still mandated such things. It's kind of best to just go and do some digging of your own, make decisions based on, you know, the information you find out, right? So if you're concerned about heart disease then you will benefit from knowing that insulin is the main culprit. Folks who live the longest typically have a higher total number of cholesterol. What you're used to seeing is probably reports talking about LDL and how that is the lead indicator of heart disease. And yet it's not substantiated. There is plenty of data out there to show that there are other things to be looking at and other things to be considering. And so that's what we're here to talk about today. When it comes to LDL, one of the things that you want to look at is the size of the LDL particles. You want them big and fluffy as opposed to being small and dense. An advanced lipoprotein test can measure whether your LDL particles are big and fluffy or if they're small and dense. There was a big study called the Framingham Heart Study that really took a nice look at data. And Dr. William P. Costelli tells us that unless LDL levels are very high, meaning 300 milligrams per deciliter or higher, they have no value in isolation, in predicting those individuals at risk for coronary heart disease. The total cholesterol to HDL ratio was in fact found to be a better predictor of coronary heart disease. So this ratio reflects your insulin resistance status, not that you have an issue with your cholesterol. So here we go. We're back to insulin and insulin resistance. Uh, Are you starting to see, you know, a pattern here? Cholesterol is critical for keeping us alive and healthy. Cholesterol is not the bad guy. What happens is the system that manages cholesterol can become dysfunctional. And that's when problems crop up. So cholesterol and triglycerides, if you want to think of it this way, they ride around in your bloodstream in lipoprotein boats. So if you can picture a little boat and you have these little things of cholesterol and little things of triglycerides riding around in them. And so the extra fat in your blood means that there's too many triglycerides in your blood. And what typically increases fats in the blood? Too many carbohydrates in what you're eating. Issues with insulin are intricately connected With the following diseases type 2 diabetes heart disease cancer hypertension and stroke insulin resistance once again we're coming back is key in the origin of age-related diseases insulin predicts disease it is best to keep your insulin in a normal range if you want to stay healthy And no, your weight doesn't predict your health, but the health of your fat tissues do. How much fat you have isn't the issue. There are, have you ever heard the term TOFI? T-O-F-I. Thin outside, fat inside. These folks are typically slender. But they have unhealthy, insulin-resistant, inflamed fat cells. So eating the wrong foods can mess up your VLDL, LDL, and HDL. And you want your HDL high. A low uh, HDL is directly correlated with insulin resistance. So there's another key factor. If you're looking at your blood work and your HDL is low, then, you know, that kind of sends a red flag to you that, hey, you know, you're still insulin resistant and it's time to watch, you know, what you're putting in your body and see if you can get that raised. VLDL is made by the liver and it carries cholesterol and triglycerides as its cargo. So here we go. We're back to being another boat with cholesterol and triglycerides riding around on this VLDL boat. And when you eat too many carbs, the VLDL particles become large with extra triglycerides so you have more triglycerides than cholesterol on this boat and that isn't good so these boats can't hold as much cholesterol as cargo because there's more triglycerides on the boat therefore you need more ldl boats running around in your system so to speak to transport everything that's going on in your body so with more of the ldl boats in your blood it means means that more boats are being exposed to oxidative damage and damages the LDL boats themselves. And so this dysfunction damages the inner walls of our arteries. Our immune system is now working overtime to mop up the damaged LDL boats. These LDL boats are staying in our blood twice as long as normal. And where do you think these damaged LDL boats like to congregate? They go to that inflamed arterial wall that we mentioned earlier. They're hanging out where they're not supposed to, and this leads to blockages and eventually heart attacks. Insulin resistance is what drives the oxidized LDL and helps link a high LDL count to higher disease rates. So the insulin resistance promotes damage and weakness of your arteries via high blood pressure, high blood glucose, etc. So this is why insulin resistance is the primary factor in heart disease. Focusing on cholesterol is not the way to go. HDL is a warrior at keeping and protecting the LDL in fine working order. So if you keep eating crap it eventually, it's gonna break down. There'll be no more healthy HDL boats in circulation, which means that you're gonna pay the price and it's gonna be expensive. So how do you keep your HDL in fine working order? By keeping your insulin and your insulin resistance low. So you want to become insulin sensitive, basically. The insulin resistance leads to too many triglycerides in the system, which crowds out the cholesterol. The HDL works really hard to get the extra triglycerides out of the body, but then it becomes poisoned with it, which lowers the HDL level. Again, having the low HDL is a big red flag that your body is in trouble, it needs help. So high triglycerides tell us that your insulin is high and you have insulin resistance. High triglycerides means the LDL boats are past capacity. They can't hold anymore and they're struggling to do their job. So we need to focus on some ratios. These will give you a true indicator of your metabolic health. So you want to take your triglyceride number and divide it by your HDL. And this is the best indicator for real risk. Optimally, you want it below a 1 or a 1.2. Below a 2 is good. This ratio lets us know if there's a severity of atherosclerosis in us. Why isn't this being used more frequently? As instead of just looking at the LDL, it's basically they can't admit that they mucked up. And also... (laughs) There aren't any drugs. They haven't been able to create any drugs that can help with this ratio, that can, you know, reduce this ratio. It's all about the money, right? You got to follow the money. And this ratio also lets us know how dysfunctional our insulin is. Again, it goes back to the insulin resistance and the insulin sensitivity. So eat less carbs the process, the highly processed carbs and eat more good fats and protein. Total cholesterol divided by HDL is good at letting you know how metabolically healthy your body is and it shows how at risk you are for heart disease. Below a 5 is good, lower than a 4 is optimal and you can do this by lowering your insulin levels. LDL divided by HDL shows you just how bad your insulin resistance is. So having a high HDL with a low LDL is alarming. You want this ratio below a 3.5. People who are insulin sensitive have more HDL and less LDL. If you want any help deciphering your numbers, or if you want me to calculate these ratios for you, text me at 540-404-2692, and we can get that scheduled. I have added a new tool to my toolbox called Human Design. I have become a Human Design reader. And for my listeners, for a limited time, I'm giving human design readings at a very deep discount. And you're like, okay, Suze, so what is human design? I call it astrology on steroids. It comes from chakras, the Kabbalistic tree of life, I Ching, and conventional astrology. It kind of looks at your soul. And then at your body. So you have these two sides of you, right? The soul and what it came here to do. And then, you know, your body. So you'll recognize characteristics from, say, astrology. So if you're an Aries or a Libra, you know, there's certain characteristics and traits that you show, and so human design is a lot like that. So I, I read your chart and I bring to light your strengths and we tap into your intuition and how it works. And it's a way to help you embrace your natural talents. You are a unique human. You have a unique way of thriving in this world. Human design chart helps us navigate how to best use your energy, have a life of you know, ease and fun and abundance, be happy and healthy and whole while you're here. I am offering this up as a new tool in my tool chest. Like I said, you can t- call or text me 540-404-2692 to schedule your reading. Um, For my listeners, I'm offering a $20 for a one hour reading, I will need your exact time of birth and the city that you were born in. So I hope you guys are doing well. Take good care. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life in the Treehouse podcast with Suze Ashley. If you like our show and want to know more, check out suzeashley.com for the show notes and links to everything that was mentioned in today's episode.